0: moment the curtain will go up on. Welcome once more. All right physicians In radio drama there is
1: guy. Right. Now listen to me.
0: We hope you'll listen each week to our new series Attraction One. Hello and welcome back to On the Earwaves, a podcast about the things we hear. My name is Lisa Martin Jenkins.
1: And I'm Emmy Bell. It's been almost two months since our last episode,
0: whoops,
1: (laughs) and we're happy to be back. Our brief hiatus allowed us to restructure the show a bit and we're excited about the way it's going to look going forward.
0: Basically, we're going to be releasing episodes every other week instead of every week. Um, With more interviews like the one we did with Abby Diamond in episode five, we will be taking similar hiatuses after every five to ten episodes to regroup, plan for the future, but we will keep you posted on when those are happening instead of just Just dropping everything at Christmas time. (laughs) Um, Also, side note, we have an awesome interview about the use of radio in war, which is waiting to be released, so you should look forward to that.
1: We will also be maintaining better care of our Spotify account moving forward, releasing more playlists and linking up with our own personal accounts, so make sure you follow us there. It's on the Earwaves, all one word.
0: This is officially our best of episode. We will each pick our favorite audiobook, podcast episode, new podcast, song, and album of the year. Um, we might actually mention more than, more than one in each category because it was really hard to narrow it down. And I hate favorites, which everyone <laughs> knows by now, so... But we'll do our best to keep it keep it quick, and you can check out the show notes and watch our Spotify for the runner-ups. Then, as always, we will finish with stuck in our heads. Emmy, do you want to start with audiobooks? Sure.
1: Well, as I mentioned in our audiobook episode, <laughs> I'm not a huge audiobook listener. I'm really trying to get more into that. I haven't really done that yet. It's it's on my agenda. Um, but I guess my favorite would have to be the one I talked about in that episode, because it's the only one I listened to the entirety <laughs> of. And it's just amazing. It's Why Not Me by Mindy Kaling. She does a wonderful read of the book herself. And it's great. It just it spans so many interesting topics. I think it really speaks to being a young woman in the entertainment industry not that it doesn't apply to other people as well. I think a lot of people could find joy in listening to the book, not just like-minded women. But um, yeah, it's great. Everyone should listen to it. Listen to episode three for more details.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the audiobook section of this is going to be kind of rehashing what we've, we've said in the past. Mine, I have listened to more than this, but mine really was Modern Romance by Aziz sorry. Think about it all the time. It has some great instructions on how to be a young adult in the world. Uh, and it's, it's just really, really well done and really funny. And I think particularly since he has released Master of None, um, which I think he hadn't when I first discussed this, it really gives an interesting lens on that show. And that show really speaks a lot to some of the phenomena that he talks about in Modern Romance. And the audiobook specifically is great. Aziz Ansari, great voice. And, yeah, I mean, I think that was, just in general, one of the biggest audiobooks that came out in 2015. So, would really recommend that to anyone. Um, Should we move on to podcast episode? Let's do it.
1: I'm being boring and, and (laughs) and choosing an episode that I've already spoken about and a podcast I've already spoken about uh my favorite episode from last year would have to be how to become batman it's an invisibilia episode and i mean this was really hard because a lot of those episodes particularly in that show and then some other standout episodes from other podcasts really stuck with me but i think this is the one that kind of created the most emotional visceral reaction in me and I think also just sort of showed me like what a podcast can really do and how personal and deep it can get and also just like how much you can learn from a podcast that's been really awesome for me like 2015 was the first year I really even explored podcasts at all making one obviously but also listening and I just feel so much more knowledgeable about super random things and it's great I love constantly expanding my brain
0: education yeah yeah education <laughs> Woo. that's my I mean that's always been my big thing I actually just applied to journalism school and talked in my journalism personal statement about how I think I really irritate all of my friends because pretty much any conversation I'm ever in I reference a podcast and pretend I'm way more educated on things that I'm not just because I've heard like a couple notes in a podcast about it totally guilty of that too and, Whoops. and I, I like it so don't worry. I don't know I can't speak for the rest of your friends <laughs> but I enjoy it um and so yeah 2015 was just kind of more of the same in, with regards to that for me and I think this is actually specifically related to my beginning to create a podcast um myself we talked about this on episode six with Alice Nichols um The This American Life episode, if you don't have anything nice to say, say it in all caps, which came out in March of 2015, really changed the way that I think about podcasts and really changed the way I think about speech and the radio. And there's also a really interesting segment of it about trolls and about the kind of new way that we interact online. And I think that episode gave me a lot of things that I brought to other podcasts of the year, although I was also really tempted to mention the Fresh Air, Terry Gross's Fresh Air interview with Jennifer Lawrence, which just came out I think at the very end of 2015. And if you haven't listened to it, you should. Okay, I'm trying to not cram in more than
1: <laughs> well, more than my share. It's so hard to pick. I know I these mean, are really tough. I, oh God, I literally dread these like year end wrap up. But I guess they're important. Um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'll move on to my favorite new podcast, um, of 2015, which 100% is Women of the Hour with Lena Dunham. I just it's just beautifully produced, amazing guests, just like the whole thing, the arc of it from episode one through episode five, with a couple mini episodes peppered in, like, and just like. The way that they bring things back in episode 5 that they touched on at the beginning. I just thought the whole affair was wonderfully done. And I also think like anyone who buys into like the like stupid media circus around Lena Dunham should really listen to it. Because you see a new side of her, I think, that she doesn't get to showcase necessarily in, in her other mediums that she works in. And I, she just seems like a really cool person and a great friend, above all. We were just talking about that before we recorded And I also she she just like gets some really awesome women on there that are so inspiring. And another thing I really love is how much she expresses her love for people on it. She's so open, and they're all like everyone just says I love you. But everything about it just makes me feel good and emotional and like in touch with my feminist side. And
0: yeah. I don't know. My favorite way is, my favorite thing about it is the way that she introduces people. We were just, we listened to a little bit of one earlier tonight and she calls someone a noodle is yes, the way that she introduces my her beautiful friend. beautiful
1: noodle friend or something. Exactly.
0: And she introduces another friend by saying, this friend has the best radio voice that you will ever encounter. And A, really spot on commentary, but also it's just like, I think so many of us would be inclined to introduce our friends by saying like, oh, this is my really great friend. Like, she's really nice. She's really fun. And she, I think, pointed out really interesting, unique things about each of her friends as she introduced them on this podcast, which is something that I really respect and something I want to pull into my own life. I also think like this podcast just really showcases how good
1: of a writer she is, which is also something two of us have talked about. And that speaks to that as well. And just how she kind of picks out these weird little things. That you wouldn't necessarily think about, and creates really interesting prose around them. So,
0: and honestly, I mean, this is a whole other conversation, but just mm-hmm. a thing on the Lita Dunham issue.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> Poor Lena. It, it will. It's. She, I think she gets a lot of flack, but the only reason she's getting this much flack is because she's smart enough to be as big of a force in the media totally. as she is. Yeah. If she were less talented and less intelligent, she would. Be less kind of ridiculed. Yeah, and whoa, (laughs) that's like no, it's
1: intense to think about just as you know a woman in this type of field.
0: And I think, exactly, like she's she's not perfect. Obviously, there are things that she's done that I disagree with. But I also think the only reason that those things are getting picked up on and are getting ridiculed by the entire world is because she is powerful and smart enough to be in the public eye at such a young age, which, I don't know, I would love to be producing a television show in four years. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Go, (laughs) Lena. Seriously. Anyway. (laughs) So, my favorite new podcast, which I actually discussed on the very first episode of On the Airwaves, is called Mystery Show, um, which is a really small little program. I think there are only six episodes that exist. It's hosted by Starly Kine, who I think she's been on This American Life. I'm not sure what her general radio program that she's usually on is, but she is just the best. She ha- has the like antithesis of the typical radio voice, which I love. She has this very kind of sweet, warm affect to the way that she speaks. And basically the premise of mystery shows each show has a mystery, but they're not like making a murderer style, a murderer style mysteries. It's things like there's this author who wrote a very, very, very unpopular book, a bo- book that barely sold in like the early 2000s. And there's this photo of Britney Spears coming out of a restaurant holding this book like a paparazzi photo, and Britney Spears never mentioned the book. It was on. It was like really on no one's radar, and th- basically, Starly, the mystery was trying to figure out why Britney Spears had this book. Did she read it? And it's based the whole the whole episode. She's like talk, trying to talk to Britney Spears's publicist, trying to go backstage like researching all of the purchases of this book and it's just it sounds really banal and it's just fascinating and really interesting so you should re- listen to mystery sounds show kind
1: of like a like a miranda july movie like the plot exactly. of the Miranda July. exactly I that's it. i really, really have off. On. Yeah. it's only
0: six episodes okay, and they're each listen. like 40 minutes one of them made me cry Aww. the belt buckle listen to that one it's the best one anyway moving on Best song of 2015. <gasps> this is like the hardest thing ever, and I've think- been
1: having like severe anxiety about this all week. I can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it makes well, me so, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So We're basically, making a whole playlist. Okay. So this I, is just yeah. best. Yeah. Best we'll selections. each have like our best of 2015 playlist on the Spotify account, so you can check that out. Um. So I think my like actual favorite song or my best song, whatever that I would choose is on the album that I'm choosing as my best album, so I'll wait to mention that one. But there's a bunch of other ones that are all sort of tied for me, but I decided to choose Boys Latin by Panda Bear because Animal Collective is my favorite band and Panda Bear is in Animal Collective and super formative for me as a musician. And Boys Latin really reminds me of Person Pitch, which is another Panda Bear album. A while back, which is one of my favorite albums ever. I don't know, it was hard to choose one. I just can't because they all are really great, so I just chose one of them. We should give it a listen. <laughs> I also, before we move on to Lisa's pick, just, like, really need to give a shout-out to Pop Music. Thank you, Pop Music, in 2015. You were amazing. And I'm not just talking, like... Sorry. Well, I am talking sorry. <laughs> like, Bieber, 100% looking at you. Sorry is a great song. Where Are You Now is a great song. What Do You Mean is a great song. Your whole album is great. I'm going to mention that. <laughs> Much love to, like, the new era of Bieber. I'm really feeling it. But um, also just, like, more unexpected pop music coming out of more of the, quote, indie scene. <laughs> uh, like, Grimes really just, like, bringing it home this year. Let's give a quick listen to Flush Without Blood, which is an awesome pop track off of Art Angels.
0: love Panda Bear I had a really hard time with the song and I think song and album for me really overlap in a lot of ways because I think we have some really solid like entire albums this year but oh I have so many songs but the, the one that I'm going to talk about specifically is Pedestrian at Best by Courtney Barnett from the album Sometimes I Just Sit and Think and Sometimes I Just Sit which is one of my favorite album titles of the year She's an amazing lyricist. So like every word that comes out of her mouth is perfect. Exactly. I think I I've actually talked about this with friends of mine who are musicians. I kind of have always thought that what when we when people listen to music, everybody kind of listens to the lyrics and like the music is like the background for the lyrics. <laughs> And my musician friends was a friend basically said what yeah like, no, I've no, never no. <laughs> I've never really paid attention to the lyrics like I listen to the instruments and like if I notice a word or two like that's great but like I don't notice the lyrics and basically apparently there are two types of people in the world. Well, you're a
1: writer, so it makes exactly. tons of sense why that would stick out the most to you.
0: Basically, Courtney Barnett has inc- is an incredible lyricist and also. This album, Sometimes I Sit and Think and Sometimes I Just Sit, is kind of a, in my opinion, return to kind of like 90s kind of badass girl rockers, like kind of in the Slater kidney vein, who also released a great new album in 2015. Anyway, let's listen to Pedestrian at best before I just dissolve into a puddle <laughs> of loving her.
1: Read in an interview that
0: she writes most of her songs in one go, and f- more than further yeah. than that, she th- this entire album, none of the people, none of her band had ever heard the songs before until like three days before they recorded. They all learned the songs, and like the first time that they all played them together was in the studio. I think they did oh my the God. entire album in like oh, she's so cool. one or two takes. It, it's, It's so crazy. Like, that's so bold as a musician. Yeah, she's just so talented. I I love (laughs) her. Um, Oh my God, I love that. I love you. I hate you. I'm on the fence about you. (laughs) Word. Um, Okay. We've kind of covered this in a lot of ways, but album. Okay. Definitely Currents by Tame and Paula. Tame? I thought it was Tommy. What? Seriously? It's one of those things that I've Wait, been Wait, actually? I've just been saying it in my head. Oh tame Impala. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing.
1: No. It's tame Impala. Like the animal. Like the idea is it's like a tamed animal. Tame Impala. What's an Impala? It's, I don't know. Probably Australian animal. What's, Are you sure it's an animal? <laughs> it's an animal. It's like a kangaroo, I think. Um, it's a medium-sized African antelope. Okay. I thought
0: it was in another language. That's why I was pronouncing the E like it was Spanish or French or something. That's amazing.
1: No, um, and actually, Tame Impala is also known as Kevin Parker. Definitely not a very foreign-sounding well, no, name. no, I'm not saying... I, I just, okay, I, anyway, anyway, moving you, forward. Okay. You can decide how much of that you want to include. Um... Yeah, basically, Kevin Parker is a genius. This album is fantastic. This album just deals with transition in such an amazing, beautiful way, and and I don't even know to say that. That's enough. I guess that's enough. Do you I, listen I, to I, track? I, yeah, let's listen to a track. Let's listen to it eventually. Eventually, probably would be my pick for best song too. But I thought it would be boring to choose best song from my same best album. So here we go.
0: But I know that I'll be happier,
1: and I know you will too, said I know.
0: out here
1: musically this kind of represents a transition for tame impala too uh it's a lot popular. uh some of it kind of reminds me of yellow i don't know it's it's a really great album everyone should listen to it and if you are going through a transition at all you should definitely listen to it especially like it's i mean if you go through a breakup just put this on and you know it'll guide you through the experience (laughs) in a very good way Also, some great music videos associated with this album, so check that out. Especially The Less I Know the Better, directed by Canada, who are an awesome music video duo.
0: Okay. I have a bunch of albums that I just really loved, but I think my my number one pick is, I think, also pretty much everyone's number one pick. It's To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. And... Kendrick Lamar in my opinion has just really come into himself like as a hip hop artist as a rapper. He's always really been kind of top level, but I think this album is him just really showing all his fans and especially like the music community what rap can do. It's this like political tool he's talking about black history in America, in the entire world, he's, refer- he's making all of these incredibly deep references to things that most people wouldn't even catch, which I think is really the sign of true artistry. He's able to capture politics while also creating just great music that you hear at a party. So I'm going to play All Right. When, when you know We've been hurt Been down before Nigga When our pride was low Looking at the world Like where do we go Nigga And we hate po-po When they kill us dead In the street for sure Nigga I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak And my gun might blow But we gonna be alright all right, all Nigga We be alright go- quick dance party over here um just a bunch of honorable mentions the Carrie and Lowell album by Sufjan Stevens which we've talked about at long last on this show but it's just in my opinion Sufjan's like return to his essence which I just love 25 by Adele which I love which everyone loves (laughs) it's a great album Girlpool before the world was big is their album from this year Also, that's the title track of the album, and it's really good. I think that's my favorite track on the album. Um, This really emo band called The World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die. Great album called Harmlessness, which I will probably talk about in the future. Um, I just, I really love them. Um, Purpose by Justin Bieber, which we've talked about in the past. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And... I know there's a lot of kind of controversy about it, but I personally really loved ASAP Rocky's new album, At Long Last. On that note, it is probably time for us to wrap up. Listeners, please write in with your 2015 favorites. We will add them to our playlist, especially if you send the music pics. Otherwise, we will note them on our website. Our email address is ontheearwaves at gmail.com and
1: that brings us to our final segment stuck in our heads i'll start with my pick of the week which is on in the vein of pop music warm blood by carly ray jepson do you want to listen to it yes
0: 100% <laughs> at all times
1: at all, at all times, times. <laughs> I've been karaokeing that in my car on the way to work, on the way back from work, to the grocery store, everywhere. It's awesome and it actually is from her album Emotion from last year, which is a great album. Really great. Really surprised me. She's a really cool musician. and That track was actually produced by or produced with Rostam from Vampire Weekend and I just read this really great interview with him on Pitchfork which sort of inspired me to re-listen To that song, which I'd only heard like once, and now I'm obsessed. It's great. We really need to do actual karaoke soon. Oh, please, let's do it. Hopefully, that song is available. Please, fingers crossed. Koreatown karaoke bars, please
0: have that song. (laughs) If you're listening, (laughs) if you're listening. Um. So my pick for the week, which I actually just started listening to today, um, "Modern Love," which is New York Times column. I think they release a new modern love every week basically new york times readers write in about anything related to modern love they range from like really sad to really cheesy to just really funny um they have started a podcast um, on wbe nope nope that's not what it is <laughs> wbur um and in collaboration with the new york times the coast is really cool and great and She's, she basically has different people, different actors narrate different modern love stories and the episode 2, which I listened to today is Jason Alexander who plays George Costanza on Seinfeld Amazing. narrates this really great story about a goldfish so basically it's a great podcast. The episodes are like 20 minutes long. and Sounds awesome. Great newspaper, great column, great podcast. Everything's great. Everyone should listen to them. Everything's great. <laughs> um, Cue us singing the, the Lego theme song. <laughs> Everything is awesome. Okay, let's not do that. And on that note, <laughs> that concludes this episode of On The Earwaves. As always, you can find episode information at our website, ontheearwaves.com. Oh, yeah. And you can email us at ontheearwaves at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, Facebook, and at our personal Twitters. I'm at Lisa underscore M underscore Jenkins, and Emmy is at the Emmy Awards. Emmy is spelled E-M-I. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, and please rate and review us there. It takes like one second and helps us get exposed to more listeners. Um, Only review us if you're going to give us five stars. If you hate us, just skip that instruction.
1: yeah (laughs) anyway a big thank you to Dylan Fitzgibbons for our intro music and to Teo Antrim for our logo if you'd like to get involved either as a co-host or for an interview please email us the show is produced by Lisa and marketed by me
0: thank you so much for listening as always and stay tuned for our next episode which will be released in two weeks time thanks everyone bye bye